right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Justice for All, the Wyatt Wright Show. I'm Wyatt Wright, and this show is about your rights, the laws that govern us, rights you've heard of and care about, and certainly miss if they were gone. I've spent half a lifetime watching government go from trying to do what's right and failing to trying to do what's wrong and succeeding. Every year, more and more of our personal rights are erased from the books while we stand idly by. And I'll tell you, it's not because we don't care. I know you care. I do, too. But our lives are busy enough trying to just make everything work, keeping our juggling going and the balls up in the air, raising our kids. While we're busying ourselves with life, the water temperature is rising all around us. And we need to be paying attention to this. So on this show, we discuss legal issues. We discuss ones that affect you and me, the people of Texas not just those that affect people in 10,000-square-foot homes and gated communities, but ones that deal with all of us, making sure we're able to live the American dream. Stick around. Later in the show today, we'll be reaching out to Austin, Texas, to visit with Alex Winslow, director of Texas Watch, nonpartisan citizen advocacy group. Well, listen, there's something out there that you ought to know about. There's something that ought to just really bother you, and it bothers me, and it shocked me, and I think it's going to shock you, too. A lady came into my office the other day. And I'm sitting there in my law office, and she came in, and she said, you know, I've got this problem. I'm wondering if you could help me. And she proceeds to describe this issue she has with her insurance company, talking about the fact that they won't return her calls, they won't do what's right, they won't take care of, of her uh, uh, injury that she had. And, and, and she wondered if, if this was right. And she started asking me questions, and I said, well, no, in Texas, insurance companies need to treat you fairly. If they don't, then there are remedies for you in the courts. Then she told me that it was against her windstorm insurance company. I had to tell her she is out of luck. Texas has historically had some of the best consumer protection laws in the nation. Many of them are still on the books, but several have been eroded by our Texas Supreme Court. We have Deceptive Trade Practices Act in Texas that's fairly strong. We have Fair Debt Collection Act practices. These are laws that make sure that you and I get treated fairly by the insurance companies that are supposed to protect us. In fact, they even provide for penalties when insurance companies abuse their policyholders. Texans have recognized this for a long time. They realize that insurance companies don't always play fair unless we don't have laws to protect us. And that's why we have such laws. These are being eroded. But this also applies to wind and hail insurance companies. For decades, decades, folks, all home casualty insurers were treated the same way. They had their shares of ups and downs, paying claims, not paying claims, but we always had laws to go back and seek redress and make sure that we were treated fairly. But then in 2008, Hurricane Ike made landfall in Texas, and it devastated Galveston and other parts of the Texas coast. Hurricane Rita had struck just three years earlier, and all these folks along the Texas Gulf Coast, Houston, Galveston, Beaumont, and down to Corpus Christi were seriously affected. Their homes were gone, laid to waste, ended up with slabs only. No wood, no roof, no belongings. These people became known as, known as slab families. Meanwhile, insurance companies rolled into town in their trucks, set up shop in front of news cameras and said, we're here, we're the best guys on the block, we're here to make it right. And when the cameras were turned off, they looked at folks and gave them pennies on the dollar. These are people who were in between a rock and a hard place. You think they'd take $60,000 for a $100,000 home? Well... Maybe you wouldn't under normal, normal circumstances, but if you have no place to live, no place to go, and no clothes to put on your back, maybe that's just what you do. These slab claim families had nowhere to go. One insurer of wind and hail, 
that was in existence at the time is the 40-year-old TWIA. We call it TWIA, Texas Windstorm Insurance Association. That's what it stands for. Been around for a long time. Operates only in Texas and only along the Gulf Coast. But a year after the storm, August, uh, yeah, would have been August of 2009, CBS reported the Texas Department of Insurance accused TWIA of unfair deceptive practices in the handling of claims. This comes right out of Hurricane Ike. Now, one of the things that they were doing is they were claiming that shingles that were destroyed on people's houses because they'd been lifted up didn't need to be repaired. Didn't need to be repaired. Top executives at TWIA or TWIA were caught threatening to stop sending business to engineers who disagreed with them. Then they raised the amount that they paid to field adjusters who denied claims. All this came out in the report. Then they began slashing the amounts paid to homeowners for roof repairs altogether. At a time when the market rate was $240 per 100 square feet, they started paying 180 one point, they got caught sending an email to USAA and said, hey, guys, you're paying too much for home repair. USAA was doing it right, treating people right. They were afraid that it was going to make them look bad. Well, folks, that type of price fixing ought to be investigated. It's downright illegal. But I'll tell you this. Finally, some justice because homeowners sued TWIA for bad faith. Remember those laws I told you about? Yeah. They used them. They went to the courts. They said you need to pay and you need to pay fairly. That's what your job is. That's what our contract says. Twia said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We were acting fairly. What are you talking about? But the truth came out, and there was public outcry. Internal investigations were held. Before it was all done, two high-ranking managers resigned, and the general manager of Twia was fired. TDI, the Texas Department of Insurance, issued an order finding Twia liable. Travis County DA opened an investigation for possible fraud. Look, folks, all this is going on because an insurance company didn't do what they were supposed to do. Because they weren't watching out for the policyholders, honoring their agreements. Isn't that what we expect them to do? It's what I expect. It's what you expect. But when you're not watching, when the media is not watching, this is what happens. While negotiations with TWIA went forward, they didn't have a choice because there were 2,400 people in Galveston County alone whose homes were completely destroyed by the hurricane. Completely destroyed. Nothing but a slap. Nothing there. So the Texas legislature said, well, we better get involved in this. And that makes sense, doesn't it? We want our legislators to look into such things. They began their session in January of 2011. Started looking into TWIA's practices. Consumers were excited. Hey, there might finally be some relief. Then they realized that this wasn't going to happen because the legislature, instead of trying to fix the corruption at TWIA, decided to immunize it. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What do you mean? Immunize it? Yeah. Look, penalties in the insurance world function like a complaint system. They allow folks who have grievances to get something done. People who have legitimate claims, let them get something done. 
But giving a bad acting insurance company immunity is much like a restaurant that gets bad complaints. I don't know what, for simply removing the the comment box. They just take it away. Let's take away the comment box if we're getting bad complaints. Let's not fix the problem. Yeah, we can make the food better. Nah, I know. Take the comment box down. That's basically what's happening. That's what's happening. So instead, Texans were very surprised when, during the regular session in 2011, Representative John Smithy, a Republican from Amarillo. Yeah, Amarillo. Nowhere near the Texas coast, right? Filed a TWIA reform bill, called for TWIA getting immunity for deceptive practices. How much sense does this make? Let's give somebody immunity for acting badly. Let's praise the boy in school who causes all the trouble. This, of course, leaves policyholders defenseless against TWIA's denial of claims. And the bill got strong support. Are you ready? This is a great one. Got strong support from Republican legislator Larry Taylor. Republican out in Friendswood. The news would report later that Larry Taylor made more than $300,000 from TWIA selling its policies. Even so, even so. Coastal residents came out. They, they, they went to the Capitol. They mobilized. They gave testimony, and they said, please don't do this. The legislature listened, and the Senate and House got together to come up with a compromise bill. Let's talk this through. Let's come up with something that is bipartisan, something that's consumer-friendly, something that's fair, something supported by all sides. But according to the Texas Small Business Alliance, that's when Perry flexed his muscles and said, nope, put an end to this. We're not going to have that kind of nonsense. Either you pass an anti-consumer bill or I'm not going to sign it. The legislature closed without a bill. So Perry called a 30-day special session of the legislature. By the way, at over a million dollars to Texas taxpayers, How'd you like that money in your school? I'd rather have it in my school than up there fighting over this. To pass the TWIA immunity bill. This time it passed and was signed into law. Remember Larry Taylor? I told you about him, the representative from Friendswood. The guy who's several hundred thousand dollars richer on TWIA commissions. Yeah, he wrote a guest column for the Galveston Daily News and defended the bill. Now, the only reason I can figure he mailed in the article is because he didn't want to face people and look them in the eye and tell them that they were losing more rights. Yeah, this is going on. Listen, coming up, we're going to be opening the mailbag to see what you have to say to me, to say to me so stick around for that. Uh, I'll tell you, though, the highlights of this law are, are just ones that will shock you. They'll just shock you. See, under the former law, all Texans had the same rights when it came to dealing with their insurance company. It didn't make any difference you lived in Lubbock or Amarillo or El Paso because we treat Texans like Texans. But now we're going to treat people along the coast a little bit differently. Now, wait a minute. We're going to treat them a lot differently. We're going to treat them like second-class citizens. Because under the former law, there were two specific chapters of the insurance code that required TWIA and all insurance companies to promptly pay claims. That makes sense, doesn't it? That doesn't sound too horrible to me. 
Shui law. No bad faith. No prompt pay. That's the law, folks. That means that homeowners, churches, businesses have no protection regarding their windstorm insurer. No protection. They can't go and say, settle my case fairly. They can't say, investigate my case. It is gone. If TWIA unfairly denied your claim under the former law, what were your rights? You got to go to a jury and say, am I right or am I wrong? That's what juries are for. Was I treated fairly? Was I not? Now we've got the new TWIA law. A little bit different. A little bit different. Under the new law, you get binding arbitration. Now, for folks who don't know what that means, that means that your case basically gets sent to a person who makes decisions outside of a jury. He acts as a judge and the jury. And he's somebody who's generally close to the insurance industry. Now, if you want your right to go to a jury, you can do it if you pay a 10% premium penalty. Yeah, you heard that right. Listen to this. You have to pay more money in order to keep your Seventh Amendment constitutional right to go to court and have a jury. That's the most absurd thing I've heard in months. If you want the protections of the Seventh Amendment, pay me more money. That's not the America in Texas I love. That's got to change. But that's the law today. And even then, even if you pay the premium, your case still cannot be heard by a judge from the coast if he has, if he or she has TWIA insurance himself. Now, listen to this. Ladies and gentlemen, if you live along the Texas coast, you have to have wind and hail insurance. The number one insurance provider is TWIA. If the judge has insurance on his or her house, he or she can't preside over your case if TWIA objects. What does that mean? It means you're going to end up with a visiting judge from Amarillo or Dallas or any other fine place in Texas. Don't get me wrong, but not the judge who's elected by the voters in the area where the devastation occurs. Isn't that the point of our process, of our electoral process? Sure it is. And if, if you don't want to pay the extra 10%, then your claim gets sent to what's called an expert panel. Oh, I love the sound of that, an expert panel. An expert panel made up of insurance adjusters, not homeowners. They get to decide whether you get paid or not. And guess what? Almost zero right to appeal. And it's retroactive, ladies and gentlemen. I know right now you're saying, well, no, wait a minute. I've got my policy. I've had it for years. Doesn't make any difference. On September 28th, the new law went into effect, and it affected every single policy in Texas, whether you've had it for 20 years or 20 days. Wow. Watch out for that. Watch out for that. Well, just a reminder, you're listening to Justice for All, the Wyatt Wright Show. I'm Wyatt Wright, and this is where we point out and discuss the ever-increasing disappearance of your American rights. Woo! 
Well, it's time to reach into the mailbag and see what people have to say. As always, if you have something to say, send it to me. Speak up at WyattWrightShow.com. That's speak up at WyattWrightShow.com. And today we've got an email. Kevin in San Antonio, he writes, thanks for speaking up, Wyatt, even when it isn't popular to do so. Well, that's what we do here. I'm going to keep doing it if that's all right with you, Kevin. And Connie out in Kerrville. Connie says, Wyatt, after shopping the other day, I came outside to find that somebody had crashed into my brand-new car and done substantial damage. My insurance company fixed the physical damage but won't pay me for the lost value to the car. It seems to me that now my car isn't worth as much as a similar car, which has never been in a wreck. It doesn't seem right, is it? Well, Connie, it's not right, uh, but it is the law. Yeah, that's the law. In Texas, our Supreme Court has made it clear that your insurance company doesn't have to pay for what's called diminished value. Diminished value is exactly that. You spotted it. It's the difference in value of your car before the wreck and after the wreck, without regard to whether the physical damage has been repaired. And here's the kicker. If you'd have been able to catch the guy who backed into your car and you went after him, he'd have had to pay you diminished value. But not if you have to file the claim under your own insurance company. Thanks to the Texas Supreme Court. That's what happens. Listen, I'll tell you what. We've got a guest joining us today. Uh, joining us is Alex Winslow, Executive Director of Texas Watch, a nonpartisan citizen advocacy organization dedicated to ensuring that corporations and insurance companies are accountable to their customers and striving to provide a countervoice to special interest lobbyists and ensure that our laws reflect the true needs of Texas citizens. Alex, thank you for joining us on the Wyatt Wright Show. It's a pleasure, Wyatt. Thanks for having me. Well, you bet, Alex. Listen, I tell you, uh, before we get going, tell me a little bit about Texas Watch and what you do. Well, you just said it. We're a nonprofit citizen advocacy group. Uh, we're based in Austin. Uh, we've got about 15,000 grassroots members all across the state uh, who care about a fair marketplace that ensures that the needs of families are balanced by the needs of industry and that uh, uh, we're here to help provide a voice for, for families at the legislature and, and in the, and the public. Uh, you know, too often, Wyatt, at our legislature, it's all about whether this big industry is up against that other big industry and the voices of individuals get lost. And so uh, here at Texas Watch, we're proud to be able to provide, a, uh, provide that voice for Texas families and hope that folks will come to our website and sign up and learn more at TexasWatch.org. Um, look, it's a hard fight at the legislature. You know that. I think your listeners know that. Uh, but we're here every day fighting the good fight, standing up for, for individuals and small business owners and senior citizens and patients and families and children, uh, you name it. We, we want to uh, make sure that Texas families have a real, honest voice in, uh, in the legislature. Well, that's great, Alex. And I know you guys do a fantastic job up there, and it's a full-time effort. In fact, it's probably more than a full-time effort. You know, today, uh, earlier in the show, we were talking about the new TWIA protection bill, and I understand that's something that Texas Watch has uh, paid some attention to. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, this legislation has been, uh, will prove to be a disaster for coastal families. Um, you know, I heard a bit of what you were saying, and, and you had it right. Uh, this is a retroactive bill uh, that takes away the legal rights of policyholders and takes away the guarantees in the law that all other insurance policyholders enjoy to make sure that uh, claims are paid in full and on time. And uh, for whatever reason, uh, the legislature has decided that coastal Texans are second-class citizens. They don't deserve the same rights and remedies as everybody else, uh, simply because they get their insurance from the Texas Windstorm Insurance Association. And the bottom line is 
this all started because TWIA, after Hurricane Ike, engaged in unfair and, uh, and allegedly deceptive uh, uh, claims handling practices. And one thing led to another, and here we are, instead of punishing the wrongdoer, that is the insurance provider, TWIA, it's the policyholders are getting, who are the ones who are getting punished through this legislation. Their rights have been taken away, their remedies have been removed, and they're left to just trust the same insurance company that mistreated policyholders after Hurricane Ike. We're left to trust them to do right in the future. Um, I don't know about you, Wyatt, but I believe that accountability is key to making sure that people do the right thing. And if we don't have accountability protections in place, then people, certainly insurance companies, uh, start to cut corners and take advantage. And um, uh, so we, we fought long and hard to make sure that, the, that uh, TWIA policyholders would be able to enjoy the same protections as everybody else, and unfortunately the insurance industry won on this Sure, one. sure. And, and, you know, so often they do nowadays, and, and I think that that might, might have something you'd know better than me, but the, the drowning effect uh, of, of the counter voice is, uh, is sometimes overpowering. But l- let me ask you this. Do the, do the people on the Texas coast, you know, I, I know a lot of folks who live down there, and, and just as a general sampling of them, uh, it's amazing to me how what a low percentage of them actually knew that this was uh, coming to bear. I mean, what are coastal residents saying about this? Well, they're outraged. I mean, the ones who are the ones who know about it, and more and more folks are learning about it every day. Uh, you know, they lived this tragedy of Hurricane Ike. They know what Tuya did, and uh, now for the legislature to turn their back on coastal residents and say, well. You know, we're going to give TWIA the benefit of the doubt, and we're going to take away your rights as a homeowner and a business owner to make sure that you're able to, to get your home rebuilt and your business reopened and get the economy gen back up along the coast. We're going to give all of the, the special protections to TWIA, and, oh, by the way, all those protections in the law that apply to everybody else, you don't get. And the more people learn about that, the angrier they are. Um, you know, I, it is my sincere hope that as this, that as this law becomes implemented, fully implemented, um, and people are learning more and more about it, that uh, they pick up the phone and they call their legislators and they say, enough is enough. We have been bruised and battered time and again. First, Hurricane Ike came in and devastated our homes, and then we were abused by our insurance company, and now the legislature has come in behind and beat us up once again. Enough is enough. Uh, we need to make sure that every family in Texas, homeowner, business owner, has uh, uh, guarantees in the law to ensure that their insurance claims are going to be paid fully, fairly, and promptly, anything short of that is uh, is devastating for policyholders. Right. Absolutely, and I think there was uh, there there certainly were some representatives from the from the coastal region who who came out and and were able to see through the the snake oil pitch. But but it seems like uh, most of them, for the for the most part anyway, uh, seem to sort of walk in lockstep on this one. Was that was that what happened? It's unfortunate that that did happen. Yes, and 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 you're right. There were uh, there were several. Uh, uh, coastal legislators who stood up and said, no, we're not going to take this, but there were just as many who uh, towed the line of uh, the insurance industry and went along. Um, and it's their constituents who are going to be paying the price. Right. And now as we go forward, now, now you know, here we are, the, this law's already in effect. It went into effect on September 28th. Uh, how long is it really going to take for, for the effects of this to really start hitting the ground level uh, of folks out there uh, so that this, uh, this, this tragedy can, can really rise to the level that it ought to rise and get some people's attention? Unfortunately, Wyatt, I'm afraid it's going to take another storm. And folks are going to, folks are going to realize after the next storm uh, what has happened to them. Um, for many, many people, um, this is not going to have, they're not going to realize what's happened to them. 
Now, you mentioned one thing that was really important and this earlier, and this is, this is one thing that I think people are going to start to uh, sit up and take notice, is this idea that I have to pay a premium in order to have my full legal rights. Um, I, I think that when people start to go to their insurance agent to renew their policy going forward and their agent says, you know, you can have all the rights and remedies that you had before Hurricane Ike, or I can give you a 10% discount, and, and your legal rights are vanish. People are going to say, what? Why, why in the world would I sign away my legal rights? And why in the world should I have to pay in order to access uh, the courts that are uh, using the rights that are afforded to me under the Constitution? Well, that's just it, and that's, I think, probably one of the points that's most absurd to me as a lawyer that's one of the things that's absolutely the most absurd, and I think anybody who, you know, after taking uh, just any bit of history in, in, in school uh, and recognizes the value of our Constitution says to themselves, it seems to me that our constitutional rights come free of charge, <laughs> and, and I shouldn't have to pay a premium or give something up in order to get those, and that may very well be the catalyst that, that gets people focusing on this. And you're absolutely right. And I, I believe, Wyatt, that it raises serious constitutional issues with this legislation. That and the fact that the bill is retroactive. So I've got a policy that's in place already. I think that I've you know, negotiated a contract with, with the Windstorm Insurance Association, and all of a sudden the legislature comes in and changes the rules of the game on me. Uh, that raises serious legal questions about whether this, this law is even constitutional. And I, I think time will tell uh, on that issue. Uh, but there, there are so many problems with this law. Um, we cede all of this control over to an unelected, uh, unaccountable, bureaucratic, uh, ex, quote-unquote, expert panel to make all of these decisions that should be made uh, by the insurance commissioner uh, and policymakers right. in the legislature, um, people that are accountable to Texans, right. not this you know, black box shadow panel that uh, sure. nobody's ever going to see or know anything about. Well, um, that's right, Alex. And listen, I, I want to thank you for coming on. I've got to wrap this one up. But thank you so much for all your hard work up there in Austin. You bet, Wyatt. Thanks for having me on. Hey, you bet. I uh, tell you what, this is something that everybody ought to be paying attention to. If you're not, jump on it. We're going to have to wrap up this episode of the show. But as you go through your week, remember that it was Justice Learned Hand who so famously said, if we we're to keep our democracy, there must be one commandment, thou shalt not ration justice. Have a good day, everybody. Let's talk again next week right here. Justice for all. The Wyatt Wright Show. Fight, fight.